Welcome to Montucky Skies. I'm Biggs. And I'm Brandon. So you might be wondering, why the Michael Bolton? Why, why the hell are you doing this to me? You you have no idea how many times I've heard this song in the last 10 to 15 minutes. Well, I would ask you, how am I supposed to live without this song? That's what I would ask you. Uh, 10-year-old Biggs would be like, what the hell, Alex? Because I didn't have that nickname yet. Uh, why are you drinking a beer? And furthermore... Why on earth are you listening to Michael Bolton? And I would have to answer, it's because of Michael Bolton's big, sexy Valentine's Day special. It is fucking amazing, dude. It is so good. It's on Netflix right now, and it's pretty much every comedian that you would want to see is on it. Or at least, I don't know, a good 85% of them. A lot of Saturday Night Live alumni, the good ones, not like the shitty ones. (laughs) Um, it is just like so funny and there's something about Michael Bolton. Like we all know from the, the lonely Island video, which by the way, this is directed by Aria. I can't remember the guy's name, but plays Hitler and Kung Fury. Uh, the dude who like does all the videos for lonely Island. Um, he actually like produced this with Scott Ackerman from Earwolf yeah. and uh comedy bang bang and all that stuff. And, uh, they have really keyed into the fact that Michael Bolton, really good singer and really fucking funny because he's so stiff and like just stares <laughs> off in one direction so much that like it either comes off as super creepy or super funny. And uh, it just works, man. Like they have one thing where like he's singing a song and then these like punks from England come in and they're ready to like start shit. And then, like, he keeps singing, and by the end of it, they're like, that's badass. And then they like, cut to this flashback of this guy who's, like, smoking a cigarette, training him on all these moves. And uh, he's just like, why are we doing all this? He's like, because someday punks are going to come in, and they're going to start some shit, and you're going to be able to handle them. And he's like... I don't think that's going to happen. He's like, it's going to fucking happen. It always <laughs> happens. And like the whole point of the special is to make 75,000 babies during the course of the special. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. Actually, there's a phone number. Should I put it? Should I play the phone number for you? I, I would have done this like fancy if I'd remembered, but uh, me and my lady were watching it today and uh you know, I was getting kind of into it, and I was like, well, if there's a phone number, there's got to be something on the other end of that phone, right? Like, there's got to be. So, I called it. Uh, let me let me get it here. I'm going to get it on speaker. Oh, God. It's just giving me call details. Anybody know how one of these phones works? Oh, okay, here we go. All right, hold on. Okay, so it's dialing. Michael Bolton's big, sexy Valentine's Day special. Our operators are currently busy. Please leave a message describing your recent sexual activity (laughs) after the tone. Don't forget to really dig in on those details. Happy Valentine's Day. You want to fill this in, Brandon? Uh, I have nothing to share at this point. But I do. We really had a good time. Thanks, Michael Bolton. (laughs) Okay, so I hope this doesn't wind up on YouTube somewhere, but we may have just done it to ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh... Yeah, dude, this special is amazing. 
Uh, highly recommend it. Did you did you get up to any Valentine's Day shenanigans or anything with your wife? Oh, we went out to dinner, had a big uh, prime rib dinner, uh, had some uh, had a beer, had a beer, had a beer. Where'd you go to dinner at? We went to uh, Bird and Ernie's downtown. I think I saw that you were uh, with your daughters too. Yeah, I had the whole the whole family. Couldn't find a babysitter, huh? <laughs> just not doing the Valentine's Day thing. Just not doing the whole couple Valentine's Day thing anymore. Yeah. I don't blame you. We had a good time. Like, we actually, we went out to lunch because we couldn't go out to dinner. <laughs> so, we had a Valentine's Day lunch at one of our favorite restaurants. So, that was pretty fun. Where'd you go to eat? Uh, we went to the Mediterranean Grill. Yeah. Uh, my other favorite place is the No Sweat Cafe, but I work there now. So, like, it like it would come off as super cheap to go there for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I get 25% off. So, that's probably not the best move on Valentine's Day. No, not a class move there. No. But... Anyway, let's let's get into some nerdery, if you will. So, I think you saw the same movie I did, but surprisingly enough, I don't think you saw it at the same time, which was the Lego Batman movie. I did see that. I ended up watching that uh, Sunday afternoon. Okay. Yeah, I went on Friday, which I think was the opening night, but I really didn't check on Thursday. So They did have a Thursday show. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so I didn't see the limited preview. I saw it with the whole uh, country. What'd you think? I really liked it. Like, it had me rolling before the credits even started. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> um, that being said, I ended up falling asleep through a <laughs> lot of it. <laughs> and just tired? Just, I mean, I've worked like 100 hours in the last couple of weeks. And yeah. So it was, you know, nice, comfortable theater, temperature was right, and just, oh, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> out like a log. Uh, I managed to stay awake for the whole thing. Uh, like, it's not like, <laughs> it's not like during Rio or some of the other animated stuff where it's right. just like, I don't fucking care. I did that one time. Mm -hmm. I went to, uh, paint, like, the Penguins of Madagascar, uh. and, like, I've never even sat through Madagascar because it was annoying or any of its sequels, but my daughter really wanted to go see it. And so I went with her and yeah, I just like made the conscious decision like, yeah, I'm just going to take a nap. Like about 15 <laughs> minutes into it, it became very clear that this was not for like they weren't doing any jokes pandering to adults. It was just for kids. And once I realized that, I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to take a nap. It's been a long time since I went to a cartoon like that. Like, honestly, I, I think that, like, I think Saran's entire life, there's real, that's really been the only one that didn't have something for adults in it. Like, it's pretty documented how much I hate Frozen, uh, which like I'm fine for it for girls and stuff, but yeah. like, I just, I hated it. But that being said, there was stuff for like, people just not for me yeah but at least there was like stuff for like adults in there you know um, i don't know i've never seen that movie yeah don't <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't going to your girls will love it though i'm sure yeah, they've already seen it they have they're, they're not they're into not it. thrilled fuck dude 
you want to trade kids? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm attached. But that Frozen thing. Ugh. Yeah. How did we get from Lego Batman to Frozen? Because I was talking about falling asleep in movie theaters because you fell asleep in Lego Batman. But let's movie. get back to Lego Batman. All right. <laughs> By the way, this is on Facebook Live right now, and we're actually doing a good job. We, like, checked out the audio ahead of time to make sure it sounded good. And we recorded all of it from the oh, yeah, get-go. And, and, and podcast listeners, guess what? You're actually in this for the whole thing. <laughs> you might even hear a little more Michael Bolton than Facebook Live did. <laughs> but uh, anyway, boy, we could get sued. Can we? <laughs> we better be careful with the drops. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, yeah, so how much of Lego Batman do you think he stayed awake for? 95 plus percent. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's not It's bad. just like falling asleep, the, the long like blink 10 thing. 10 minutes I didn't like so. really fall asleep, just did the long blink where I missed like 10 seconds. I did that in Rogue One. When I went to Rogue One and you guys were in the theater, Yeah, I missed C-3PO and R2-D2 the first time. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody went ah, oh! like in the theater and i was like what just happened like it just snapped me away because i fell asleep and when i watched it again it was like 30 seconds that i fell asleep for but of course it was that 30 seconds it's fine i saw it two nights later no big deal <laughs> <laughs> but uh and I, I made sure to stay awake for it but my wife was giving me shit and i had to laugh at her because i kept talking about the darth vader scene and then i and she was talking about the c3po like r2d2 scene and i look over and she's fucking asleep when that scene happened <laughs> and then like everybody made a noise and she woke up and she looked right at me like from three kids between us and i just started laughing at her and she was like damn it but then she fell asleep during the darth vader scene too so you know just fell asleep during two of the best scenes way to go nice <laughs> anyway lego batman um yeah you said you were kind of laughing right from the beginning and that's because batman is literally talking over the logos yeah and talking about how great his nine pack of abs are <laughs> and so forth this movie is hilarious like not only is there great voice talent in it but like the jokes are funny the continuity jokes between Lego Batman uh, from Lego Movie are funny. The jokes about Batman are funny. The whole but the fucking deep pulls in this movie are so <laughs> fucking funny, too. The shark repellent? Yes. No, I knew you would latch on to that, too. Because that was, that was my favorite part, like, hands down, was Robin finding the shark repellent. How many times have we talked about the shark repellent on this podcast? We have latched on many times on this podcast about the shark repellent. Just in case you're brand new, like you're tuning in on Facebook Live or whatever. Hey, welcome in. Yeah, welcome in. <laughs> uh, we we do this on the Not Safe for Network podcasting, which you can find us at montuckyskies.blogspot.com. Uh, but anyway, the shark repellent we talk about a lot, which is a scene from the 60s Batman movie. Not the show, but the movie that the show inspired. And there's a scene where Batman's hanging from a rope ladder from the Batcopter. Yeah. And, and he fucking, like, 
like a shark leaps out of the water and latches onto his leg and it's like the cheesiest rubber shark and so he goes quick robin hand me the shark repellent and uh so robin like goes to hand it to him and i think he even like goes upside down like he hangs his legs he, he, on he the craw- ladder he crawls halfway down the ladder flips upside down <laughs> and, and hands, hands it to it <laughs> just so fucking dumb and then uh and then so batman like sprays it with the shark repellent and it blows up not because (laughs) of the shark repellent but because there's a bomb inside the shark if i'm coming honest here which is something that they introduce later or they talk about later but so they have this scene in the bat cave in lego batman movie where they're going through all the gadgets and robin's like can I touch this one? He's like, no. Can I have this one? No. Can I have this one? No. Can I have this one? And he looks at the shark repellent. He's like, yeah, it's pretty useless. Go for it. <laughs> and he uses it on Jaws. <laughs> That's the other great thing about this is they do the same Lego movie thing where they just like throw in a bring ton in of everything, villains. Yeah. yeah, they bring in like a ton of villains that have nothing to do with like Batman or Warner Brothers for that reason. For that like New Line Cinema did uh, Lord of the Rings and they had the Aya Sauron in there. Yep. Um, well, I think when, and I don't know if this is true, but I think I'm just speculating here. When they signed on for the Lego movies, they got the rights to all of the Lego properties. Yeah, I've never read it. But I think that's what happened. Like, it had to have from those like, two movies. Because, like, they have the Lego uh, Batman, the Lego um, Lord of the Rings. There's Lego Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it must have been some deal where they just had no idea that Lego was ever going to make movies. <laughs> and so they're like, yeah, whatever. And I I really think, like, nowadays... They'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> They'd be no. looking at the contract a little bit closer. But I think because, you know, like the idea of there even being a Lego movie was so ridiculous. They didn't know there'd be a battleship movie someday. <laughs> 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 which, uh, uh, speaking of which, um, the Alien Movie Project just put up Skyline, which is going to be the last episode for a while. And I can't say why. I know other people said why, but I promised Aaron I wouldn't say anything on the podcast. But I do want to tell him and and Kate, congratulations. I didn't last week, but I want to make sure to say it this week. Um, And I will just leave it at that. But they won't be doing a podcast for a while. And then it's going to be kind of like maybe monthly we're talking about or something. But it's it's still on the feed. If you notice, it, it suddenly stops for a while episodes will keep coming you just sort of got to give it some time but i just wanted to get that out there while i was thinking about it anyway so back to lego batman the deep poles in this movie man they had calendar man they had polka dot man they had uh king tut what's that king tut i noticed king tut yep egghead uh that's one just from the show i think uh, that was like Vincent Price's character. They had Bane looking like comic book Bane, but having the voice of like Dark Knight <laughs> Which was Bane. the perfect Bane. Yeah, which I guess was Doug Benson, star of Super High Me. <laughs> it was like the voice of Bane. Um, I think we talked about it before the show ever, ever came out or before the movie came out. But just in case we didn't, Lando Calrissian. 
uh, himself, uh, Billy D. Williams, was playing Two Face, which was cool because in the original uh, Michael Keaton Batman, he played Harvey Dent and he played it because he wanted to play Two Face. And then they wound up when they fired Tim Burton, they recasted him as Tommy Lee Jones and then found out they had to pay Billy D. Williams anyway. <laughs> because, so they, based off of that movie, they paid Warner Brothers paid uh, an actor to play Harvey Dent three times and two of them were Billy D. Williams now. So congratulations, Billy D. Or like four, five, five, because we had Aaron Eckhart and we had Billy D. Williams the first time, right? Yep. So they've paid five Two Face performances off of three actors. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, three of them were the same actor through only one movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's so great. Anyway, uh, what was your favorite part of Lego Batman? Um, I really liked when they jumped. Because you had kind of touched on it when you were talking about the deep cuts from Batman, but when they kind of made the uh, the other Batman jokes, like, oh, you're going through one of those brooding phases like you did in 2016, 2013, 2012. <laughs> <That> <laughs> it, like, went back in even that weird phase in 66. Yeah, <laughs> and they, like, show clips from all the movies, too, I think. Or a bunch They're, of like, anyway. well, all of them except for the Batman movie were lego versions of it so it would be like lego christian bale but they actually showed the uh the famous batman yeah yeah adam west doing his little uh dance <laughs> batusi dude i know too much about the whole show another joke that was in there and this is great because i've read like an easter egg breakdown on collider.com for the movie <clears throat> Which is great because I knew the majority of the characters that Joker throws out. And he's like, it's worth a Google search at least because he's like saying they're real. Yeah. And I knew they were all real when he read them off. But like there was like two of them I didn't know for sure. I just figured because the other ones were there that they were real. And I looked them up and they are real. But I can actually correct Collider.com because they talked about how Alfred was wearing the um, original Adam West costume like design right when he's running around but it goes deeper than that <laughs> because alfred like wears that batman costume in an episode because batman is like i was gonna say at least one episode yeah because he's like captured and so like or for some reason he can't i think he's captured and so he has to like be somewhere else and alfred doesn't know where he's at so he pretends to be batman and he shows up but it's so funny because he's wearing like a cowl and he's got his gray mustache sticking out and he's still got his english <laughs> accent and it's like so obviously not batman but everybody just falls for it and thinks he's batman <laughs> It's so great. <laughs> so they're actually, I think they're doing a deep cut, like a deep, deep cut from like one episode of Batman. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Like I, I was really wish I had a lot more energy going into it, but it just, it wasn't going to happen otherwise. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, so I, I highly recommend seeing that movie. Really funny. I mean, if you go to see it on video, it'll be fine. Like, there's no reason why you have to see it in a theater. But, like, it was a lot of fun. Like, I would say, and definitely take your kids. Oh, yeah. That shit is so frenetic and, like, fast moving that it's just, like, like it, it's one of those few movies your kids aren't going to be, like, fidgeting through the whole movie. I think they'll actually, like, be taken because it's fucking ADD overload. <laughs> like, there's a joke a second in that movie. And if you don't catch a joke, it's because you're not paying attention or you don't get the reference. Yeah. Like, the, it's just packed through that movie. But we had a really big TV did, premiere. Did you, uh, did you pay for the 3D? I didn't know they had 3D. I did. Oh. Don't do that. Oh, nothing good on 3D. It it was really minute if there was anything. Oh. Yeah, I saw it on the big XD screen, but it wasn't 3D and I didn't see anything for 3D. I yeah. It, but yeah. We were on a time constraint anyway, so it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it had to see the movie. They didn't when have we saw the it. they didn't have the 3D XD. It was just the real 3D. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't matter. Like, we saw the movie at the only time we could have seen it on Friday. So, Uh, anyway, big movie premiered. Uh, Legion came out. Did you happen to catch that? I didn't realize it came out. Yep. Last Wednesday on FX. Not FXX, just (laughs) FX. Yeah, I don't. Okay. So, this show is an hour and a half long. Now, we all... Really? Yeah, the first episode. I think it's just because it's the pilot. Now, here's the thing. We know Biggs isn't a big X-Men fan. Like, I will call out, like, this is a piece of shit or whatever when I watch it. This movie, movie. It's not a movie. It feels like a movie because it's it's feature length. It's feature length if you include the commercials. It's fucking incredible. It is fucking incredible, dude. Not only is it incredible. I mean, we're only one episode in, so I'm going to have to, like, wait, but... Like, it could be better than the Netflix shows. It's fucking mind-bending. Like, I here's how I would put it. Like, forget about X-Men. Like, we know X-Men fans are in no matter what piece of shit. Like, Fox, like, squeezes out. Like, <laughs> people are going to see it. You put Brat Retner, like, in charge of it. People are going to see it. Like, people are just uh, going to see it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, this, this is me, like, not huge you know, X-Men fan talking about this. Um, the thing with this movie is if you like fight club, if you like, uh, Oh, let me think. Uh, fucking like eternal sunshine, the spotted giraffe, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking Any Charlie Kaufman joint adaptation, whatever you are going to fucking love this movie it is so good like the main character is insane and he has telekinesis basically is is all i can glean so far and he's in a mental institution he winds up falling in love with a girl who has some sort of mind powers and can like make him switch bodies and stuff and you go through this hour and a half going through his life a little bit at the beginning and then the things going on at the, at the institution and uh, his best friend at the institution is actually played by um, uh, who plays April in Parks and Rec? Oh, Aubrey Plaza? Yeah, Aubrey Plaza. Um, you don't know how much of it is real. 
and you don't know how much of it is real because it's all from his point of view. Nice. So it's just fucking tripped out as hell. And like crazy things happen. And then like you will re you'll see it from his perspective and then re see it from his perspective again, but like a different way is shown. And uh, it's just, it's fucking weird and it's great. Like whoever put this pilot together did such a great job. Now I'm not going to say it's like the best superhero show on television because it's a pilot and I learned from Gotham very quickly. I was going to say this sounds a yeah. lot like your review of the first episode of Gotham. Um, I loved Flash too though. And I was like, I feel like I was dead on on Flash. I just, you know, didn't, didn't quite keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm catching up. Uh, I did finish season two. So I'm nice. getting, yeah, I'm getting there. I found out that I don't have it streaming anywhere. So I'm going to have to find other means to catch up, but I'll figure it Arr. out. That, shut, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that charter, Facebook, whoever. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> but anyway, um, the, but, uh, but this pilot is fucking incredible. And I think everybody should watch it. It should be the, no, like, I've given I've given three positive reviews so far. Michael Bolton, super sexy, big sorry, big sexy Valentine's Day special. Lego Batman movie, Legion. Legion is the number one thing to check out this week if you haven't seen these three things. Like wow. yeah, it's it's that good. It's real fucking it's it's better than Michael Bolton. And Michael Bolton's pretty great. <laughs> so <laughs> you got anything you that you brought to the table today or you just sort of uh you know uh I wanted to, uh, I did watch something last Wednesday, and I don't know if you've seen it, but the newest episode of It's Always Sunny in Philly. Of course I saw it, yeah. Yeah, we the finally- The Hero or Hate Crime episode. <laughs> Should we just throw out a spoiler really quick? Yeah, we can show If you're in a, It's Always uh, Sunny in Philadelphia fan, you haven't seen it yet, just scan ahead like a minute or two, but- uh, yeah, Mac finally comes out of the closet. Yeah, it's something that I was reading some interviews with uh, the guy that plays Mac. Rob McElhenney. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. He, because uh, they've been teasing, like, they've it's been. It's been a they, running joke for like since nine season years. one. Has it been since season one? They had some jokes about him being gay. I mean, I feel like the first joke about him being gay was because he like married somebody who then transitioned into a man. Well, he was, he was dating the tranny for a while. And then like, I guess post-op tranny was got married. (laughs) (laughs) That was, yeah, that, and that was when they started calling him gay. I felt, I don't remember, but yeah, it's been, it's been a long running joke on the show. Yeah. And like, I was sitting there watching it with my wife who like, she can totally watch the show, but she doesn't watch it consistently. She just watches episodes here and there. And so we're watching it when the bike comes out (laughs) before like, (laughs) it's got like a fist that comes up and just (laughs) through the seat. Just, (laughs) it's like this. Like into the frame, into the frame, <laughs> into the frame. The ass blaster four thousand. <laughs> but I'm like I'm watching it with my wife before they get to that scene. And I'm like, so it's a long running joke that Max gay. 
But I'm like, he's pretty much gay at this point. Like, at first it was stuff that he couldn't help. But the more the show's gone on, the more it's been abundantly obvious <laughs> that he's gay. And then after I say that, they show the bicycle <laughs> and pedaling and then just... <laughs> <laughs> It's not a dildo, it's a fist. <laughs> yeah. I'm fisting for all the podcast listeners. <laughs> By the way, you can check this out on Facebook Live. It's just it just hangs out on the Not Safe for Network page. You can watch me fisting the empty air in this video anytime you want. It'll be on there in perpetuity. But anyway. <laughs> it, it, they have just been killing it this season. It's been a really good year. I'm I'm not gonna lie. There, like the last two years has been spotty. Yeah, like, there's been really really funny episodes, and then there's been ones where it's like, eh, like like the last two episodes of the last season, uh, the, the boat one to go to hell. Yeah, it was just like I really wanted to like that episode, but it was just like I just got bored watching them. Like it, that one did kind of drag. Yeah, and I don't mean this as a criticism for the show. I just mean like any show that's on long enough has peaks and valleys, but they're going right back into peak this year. Like it, every episode has been good, like real good. You realize they've been on the air longer than Cheers? Yeah, yeah, because they're in the twelfth season, but they don't have more episodes than Cheers. That's the thing because yeah. they they do ten episode seasons, so by the end of this season they'll be at a hundred twenty. Cheers had a two hundred episode special. And then they kept going. Like, I think that was in like the 10th season of Cheers, like somewhere around there. So, um, yeah, they'll never catch Cheers <laughs> in terms of, of, uh, episodes, but fuck, dude. Yeah. They've definitely been on longer than Cheers. 12 seasons. That's really impressive. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause, uh, I was, I watch a lot of reruns of Always Sunny on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It just happens because they're there's they're short enough I can fill time with them. Anyways, and I was watching one where uh, D gives birth and they didn't know who the father was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the very end, they like because she actually had a baby, which was Max baby. Yeah, or Rob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and they showed it was and it was like September first, two thousand. Six, uh huh, and I'm like, that kid's like ten years old now. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> they have to explore that at some point, right? <laughs> like they gotta explore this. The fact that the kid's ten. I mean, he went through so many events that were probably well, th- wrong. It was a. She was a surrogate. Well, in the show, she was a surrogate for the tranny. Right. right i remember (laughs) anyway yeah uh yeah it was a really good episode it was fun to see it was fun to see mac finally come out of the closet yeah it was fun and i like that he just owned it at the end of the episode it's not something where they're gonna like leave it you know and they never you know what i kind of really dug about it is they didn't really make fun of him for it no they even said we'd support you just come out (laughs) and they did actually which i was i was i was kind of surprised because i mean it 
Well, that show's not good for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the whole impetus of the show and why he ended up winning them or getting the money was this is a show, f-bomb yeah this is a show where they dropped in the f- long multiple f-bomb. f-bombs and multiple n-bombs in the same episode <laughs> so it's not exactly like <laughs> it's not exactly known for its subtlety <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah um let's see what else um you're passing one of them dead guys oh yeah definitely yeah, we're drinking dead guys from the can. This is this is amazing for me, like me personally, because it's one of my favorite beers. But uh, I'm just happy. Like they taste, they kind of taste better in the can. You know, I have one over here in a pint glass over here, and they really taste good. Yeah, yeah, I haven't poured one in a pint glass yet, but I suppose if I wasn't a deviant, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I just like because uh, dead guy in a in a bottle or kept closed gets a little hoppy for my taste. Yeah, it's a lot smoother though, isn't it? It gets like just letting it breathe. It's dang tasty. That's a tasty beverage. Yeah, good stuff. So check out these cans right here. I'm not being paid. I just love Dead Guy Hill, and I want it to be in more places but if you that feel, I go. If Rogue Brewery, if you like pay, slipping us a few bucks, just go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not above like actually doing ads on Facebook Live and getting in trouble for third-party advertising as we were reading the thing. It's just we're not actually doing it because they're not paying us shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, Rogue, if you want to just send us a six-pack of beer, we'll be your bitches. <laughs> like, <laughs> That'll get us through because typically, typically we drink one to two drinks a podcast. Uh, that could get us through two to three podcasts. So if you want to sponsor our show for two to three podcasts, <laughs> just send us a six pack. Nice. Or if somebody's just a fan of us, just send us a six pack anyway. Dude, I'll drink whatever you send us. Like send us naturalized. I'll drink it. No, that's not true. That's actually not true. I have an upstairs. <laughs> I'm just, I'm neighbor. just like. Trying to like process drinking that. Just, <laughs> yeah, I actually have an upstairs I'm not, neighbor who I'm not uh, gave us anymore. <laughs> yeah, but he actually like gave me natural ice, and uh, I put it in the fridge, and it's been sitting in the fridge for two and a half months now. <laughs> I just don't want to drink it. <laughs> I don't I like don't natural ice. Well, I'm not a, like a big malt liquor guy, except for Rogue makes one called uh, what is it like? dad's malt daddy's little helper oh that's it daddy's little helper that's you got me a big like 22 ounce of that for uh father's day that's right that's that's the only one that i know of too uh like the big 22 ounce bottles it's funny because i haven't seen that since yeah that's because um, i'm sure you said you got that at, at the brewery or yeah i'm trying to think of if i should even tell this story yeah, let's let's not go that route. <sighs> Matt and Dub, if you're listening to this, if you ever want me to come on and do a Confessions of a Good Life, <laughs> I'll do it on your show. <laughs> but my name's linked to this show, so I'm going to wait. <laughs> anyway, oh, check out We Had a Good Life podcast. All right, I got all my plugs in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Killing it the tonight. cycle today, uh, despite having a beer and ready to open a second one. Have you seen the new Team Thor clip? 
No. I like I said, I've worked a hundred hours in the last couple two weeks, so if it makes you feel better, I think it came out today. It was either today or yesterday. I seen it came out and I just haven't had the time to jump on that grenade. I won't get too into it then because I don't want to spoil it for you. It's pretty funny. It's not as good as the first one, but it's still pretty funny. It, and it continues their relationship I was for like, sure. Because it wasn't it still him still being a dick to the, his roommate. Oh, yeah. It's totally him being a dick to his roommate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the whole basis of the series. <laughs> I guess it's, I guess both of those are extras on the Doctor Strange Blu-ray is what I've been hearing. So I think I might have to buy the Doctor Strange Blu-ray just to be like, please keep giving me more Marvel content. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what I really... I kind of miss like the one-shotters and the stuff you used to get. Yeah. Yeah. I miss it too. Like the one-shots were great, but this is as good as a one-shot. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. Like that works for this, me. I mean, it's basically a one-shot, but it, I mean, it does dual purposes it actually promotes the trailer or movies coming out i've been thinking like i'm starting to come into a little bit of money again and uh we're uh we got a couple of things we got to buy first but when we get them settled i kind of want to like save up and buy a phase one and phase two box set and then just wait and get the phase three box set for marvels like all blu-rays I just want to, like, do it. I want to do it hardcore. You know what I mean? Just fucking (laughs) do it. (laughs) So, I think I'm going to. But uh, there's one other piece of big news, and then the rest of the notes you can see on my screen there, Brandon, we're going to ignore because that's all from last week, and I only had it in case we didn't have shit to say. But we've been doing pretty good tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Scarface. So we talked about the remake a while ago, talked about whether we wanted to see it or not. Would you consider seeing it now that it's been said that the Coen brothers are going to direct Scarface? And I think that's from Variety, so it's that's legit. Well, I'm pretty sure I brought it up being Coen brothers when we talked about it no. four weeks ago. No, 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 no. That was not a possibility when we talked about it. Um, that was Diego Luna was going to be in it. And uh, I can't remember the name of the director who was attached to it. But I, I told it was with when Zach was on, it was on episode 300. And I was the one that I didn't bring up the Scarface thing because I didn't have a fully formed take at the time until you guys started to talk yeah. about it. And then I realized very quickly I did have a take on it. <laughs> But uh, I was the one that dropped, oh, yeah, and they lost their director. And then Zach was like, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they got the Coen brothers. Like, is this something you would consider going to? Oh, definitely. Yeah, man. I'm going to see any Coen brothers film. I'm going to see any Scarface remake. So this is like putting peanut butter in my chocolate. Yeah, it sounds just wonderful. Yeah. And I like this is what I said before. and I've said it on Facebook a couple of times now. Like, I think that the 1932 classic of Scarface is great and people should watch it. By the way, you can see it for free on YouTube. 
Okay, like you don't have to pay a penny for this. It's already public domain. So just go on YouTube and watch it. It's I promise you for a movie in the 30s, it fucking holds up. Like it's very entertaining. Um and then the Pacino one is even better. You know, so that's like the remake and it's even better. So if they can like totally top the remake like that, Cohen Brothers, I like the Cohen they Brothers have the chops way more it. than De Palma. Like, I like De Palma, some of his movies, some of his movies are garbage, but like the Coen brothers, dude, so operating on such a higher level than Brian De Palma. You know what? The main detractors that I always had from the De Palma version was there were parts that just really drug. Of Scarface? Yeah. Like what? See, it just doesn't even stick in my head. Maybe like at the restaurant when they're like making tacos. Yeah, or the <laughs> the stuff with the birthday party. Birthday party. Birthday party. Right before the the he gets busted the first time by the feds. Oh, oh, uh, when he's in the restaurant? No, he's, he's at his house. Because the DEA raids his house. No, no, no. The DEA raids when he's uh, laundering money and he's like counting his money. And then like he's getting pissed off because like like he goes the people who normally launder his money. He feels like they're getting too much money from it. And so he goes to these people he doesn't know and they have a camera in the clock. And then the DEA like raids him. Then I thought. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a little bit long, for sure. But I feel like a lot of the Coen brothers, they really work on getting the timing of the movie down a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, for the most part. I mean, there's a couple of stretches in Fargo that I thought were a little long. but Do we think... Okay, so Tony... <laughs> Maybe wanting to uh, nail his sister. That was an invention of the De Palma movie. That's definitely not in the 1932 Scarface. Uh, do we think that there's a scene with her and him in, in the remake, in the Cohen remake? Do you think they keep that in there? It is iconic. <sighs> I hope they don't. I think they won't. I think they'll go back closer to the original, but make it more realistic. That's my theory. I f- well, we were talking because they wanted to do a L.A. Um, Hispanic version. But that was with another director. All so of that it, stuff is out the window now. <laughs> it's hard to say what they're really doing with that so yeah it's hard to say like like once once the coens took it over i feel like anything and everything they want to do is in play like i feel like just the fact that the coens are doing it they're gonna like give the coens you know carte blanche to do what they want yeah because i don't think they would have taken it if they didn't feel like that they could do anything that they wanted honestly like they, they like to work independently of the studios like They'll get their backing and things, but you know that like they do what they want in the end, and they make fun of studios a lot in their movies too. So, well, you know, I think they would be really 
don't know how to say that. I think they have enough movies with real credibility behind them that they're really just giving them a really long leash. Yeah. I mean, they're not really putting any restrictions on them. I mean, their only downtime was like in the 90s probably. Right? Like in the 90s, they they sort of hit a lull where they weren't doing super great. But outside of that, like they've been nailing everything that they've been swinging at. So I I feel like Coen Brothers have kind of earned the right to do what they want to do. And, of course, people with money may or may not have things to say. But I just feel like you don't hire the Coens if you don't want a Coen take. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like like they're going to bring their own thing to it. And that's why you hire them because their own thing is very entertaining and it's always very entertaining. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I got. I got to figure with this movie, but you got anything else you want to cover before we get out of here? Let's check the list here. Oh, you got a list. You got like a Google docs going on there. I got an ink pad on my phone. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> oh, I had a I had one of my nephews wrote on my Kindle back when when uh, the Kindles were black and white. He like took a pen and wrote on it and destroyed it while I was at work. And uh, that was I had my Kindle working great for like a month, and that was the end of it. <sighs> All right, what'd you see? You were like, oh. So I ended up going down a rabbit hole on YouTube the other night. Okay, and. I've been listening to a lot of Pink Floyd okay. recently, and I was watching some YouTube the other day, and I was watching uh, the video for Comfortably Numb. Yeah. One of, like a, so one like a of my top of the 10 wall. songs, like, like definitely, if not my favorite Pink Floyd song, it's definitely top two. Yeah, people don't remember the song sounds like this. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. The, oh, it's kind of funny you played this. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> well, because um, I was watching the Pink Floyd Comfortably Numb, and then I was, it always uh, pops me up like recommended videos. And I watch a lot of the Watch Mojo videos, uh-huh. and they had the worst covers of all time. <laughs> That's a cover. And the uh, the Scissor Sisters is the name of the group. I won't even call them a band because they don't play instruments. Okay. Did a disco upbeat version of Comfortably Numb. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they've recorded a studio version of it they play it live it, oh dear god and it is the most god awful fucking thing on the planet <laughs> oh it, it it's well for those of you who don't know comfortably numb Go on YouTube and listen to it now. It sounds like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, Pink Floyd was fucking nailing it when they wrote this song. (laughs) Anyway. 
Anyways, it's it's really a slow kind of dour melodic song, and this upbeat disco just does not fit the theme of that song at all. Yeah. You know, usually when somebody does a cover of a song, it's usually has at least the same vibe or the same energy or not all the time. Remember the disco Star Wars theme? It's basically the same <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah. Here. But it it's <laughs> No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but it's really the same like this is such a contrast in style. Or at least thematically is musically. Just drove you crazy. It was it was number six on the list, but it in my eyes it should have been number one because there the the remake or the cover of it and the original were so vastly different, and it the 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 cover of it didn't even take into account what the music was about or what the theme of the, or what the song was about. Yeah. Lyrically. And that's one of the few cases, even though there's like trippy stuff going on in it, uh, it's actually talking about the subject matter though. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like all drugged out and like not really feeling the Basically world Basically being sick and, you know, just, out of it yeah boy we are really really uh making this simple why don't why don't we hear the song in its own words and then we'll know what it's about <laughs> i haven't played these for a long time it's just like oh i get to play again <laughs> so yeah it's like it's you like don't, a you don't, in a candy store <laughs> you don't get to normally hit all these drops because the keyboard's so far away yeah, yeah, I should explain. Uh, on the show, I used to go crazy with the drops for a while, and that was because I had a tablet that the program was very conducive for it. <laughs> and then I have like a laptop that's also a tablet now, and it's a pain in the ass, and I hate it. <laughs> and it just doesn't work very well. And I have giant sausage fingers, as you can see. Like, put up your hand. Like, just put up your hand next to mine so you can understand. Now, Brandon is like four inches taller than me, but look at my like sausage fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, uh, it doesn't work out so well on this, uh, on this tablet. But now that I got the computer right in my reach and only when we don't have a guest, I have them <laughs> right in my reach. You really got to open the crack the seal on that wireless mouse. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's sitting back there. It's sitting back there, just sort of hanging out. But the thing is, is even if I had the wireless mouse, like we have to go about two feet back. If we have a third person to get everybody in the frame, like I tried to get as close as I could. And uh, you can see it just by looking at the last video, like compare how close we are to the camera now. That is the closest I could get to get everybody in the frame. And... I can't see the video from there. I have like shitty eyes. Like even though I have, I have like a comically big TV. I almost want to just swing the camera so I can show the monitor and get the infinity going into nowhere. <laughs> Should I do that? 
People might enjoy that. Hold on. Vamp for me, Brandon. Can you can you get that back? Like, can you reset that camera? Probably not. All right. <laughs> this is going to be a great, great time. All right. Here we go. So we're going to go. We're going to see if it'll go infinity to nowhere. But you if better you get look, this uh, yeah, version look, over here. Here's the lighting right there. <laughs> I'm just going to show you the whole studio. We're breaking the fourth wall in spades oh, yeah. here. Here we go. Here we no, go. You, you got to get this one over here. You're not going to get the feedback. You got to go to the live one here. Oh, I got to go over the live one. Okay. Oh, you're right. You're right. There we go. A million. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, should I just show the whole studio here? There's our lighting. There's our lighting setup. We got ghetto lights going on here. All right. (laughs) I might be done. Yeah, it sounds like a great time that we need to... uh, Respect the outro and get on with things, because wow, maybe we shouldn't have cracked that second beer, because this is just not going well all of a sudden. I disagree. The second beer was a great idea. The second beer was- It tastes wonderful. Like, don't get me wrong. No, the second beer- It's just uh, not really conducive to the podcasting at this point. No, you're wrong. (laughs) The second beer was amazing. All right, give me give me like the the best thing and the worst thing that happened in your week, really quick. Uh, I had an uncle die, which would be the worst. Oh Jesus, dude! I meant comically. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the best thing is I found out this week that my grandfather, who fought in World War II, was. Still in high school when he went over to Germany to kill Nazis. Oh, yeah, when he killed some Nazis? Killed some Nazis. <laughs> and uh, actually got high school credit for serving <laughs> for serving in World War II a week and a half after VE Day in Europe. Wow. He graduated high school. That is amazing. <laughs> So he didn't have to lie about his age or anything? I don't know the entirety of those details, but I don't know if he was 17 when he first enlisted or what the details of that are. That's great, dude. That's awesome. By the way, also awesome, we got to see the studio and like the camera is almost right back where it was. (laughs) Dude, Pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want to see my house, uh, podcast listeners, if you just want to case my house or whatever, this is a good opportunity. <laughs> this is a real good opportunity. You're going to so, have uh, to decipher some shaky cam, but it's right. all there. All right. I, I think this is a good place to cut this off, you think? I think it's a good time. All right. So for Montucky Skies, take it easy. I need a hundred Nazi scalps. <laughs> now that's not respecting the outro. <laughs> but I got my hundred Nazi scalps.
I don't actually have debates on my show. It's called That's Debatable, but I don't really have an affirmative or negative debate, really. It's not a win or loss kind of debate. The way that I've organized the show is to kind of try to talk about arguments um, as opposed to having any one argument in particular. I think talking about arguments is a fun way to have an argument. You're kind of arguing with people as opposed to necessarily against them. A not safe for network podcast. You take that OD, you drink it down to the label. Yeah. You uh, get yourself a funnel from a gas station. <laughs> uh, you then pour sauce in up to where the, the malt liquor started. Fill her back up. Mm-hmm. So you got yourself a little bit of a buzz on because you just drank about a third of a bottle of malt liquor. Put it inside yourself. Mm-hmm. Experience what we just had the absolute privilege of mm-hmm. experiencing in such a thickening. Yeah. I don't see any way that anyone's ever going to regret this. Yeah. We had a good life. When Wilford Brimley is telling you that that's what he's going to do, you're like, oh, wow, it must be aliens. It's totally because the mustache. Yeah, yeah, believe the mustache because when he is in the thing and he is missing the mustache. Bad news. There's something about him that's not Something's right. And the characters pick off. up on it right away and they lock him away. <laughs> you know, the plot suggests it's for other reasons, but he is a man that should have a mustache. And when he doesn't, it codes for strangeness. And just all around wrongness and weirdness. The Alien Movie Project. Hi, I'm Biggs. Check out my podcast, Biggs on Film, where I do insightful commentaries on films that you love. Uh, Gort the Robot, they call him Newt. Yeah, Newt. Like like he's uh, Norwe- like, Norwegian. Yeah, he's mostly Norwegian. Mostly. The two fancy skeletons in the back are the worst. I know, they're the best. Like, it's no wonder they lost this battle. <laughs> That's a gross-looking punching bag. Dude. Oh yeah, I'd be that punching. About getting salmonella punching that bag. I think he might have given that punching bag salmonella. Well, every now and then it's insightful. Find us on iTunes.